I like what you wrote right there. Be the change you want to see in the world. That's some Gandhi quote. But you Gandhi. wrote that shit. Yes, sir, Gandhi. Yes, sir, he says. You know the Dalai Lama's been doing, like, live shows really? on Facebook since the pandemic? What? Yeah, like, you could check it out on Facebook whenever. Is he healing then, people? Like, no, but he's speaking a lot of good things right now. Like if, That's healing. Like, this day and age, you got to go out of your way to find someone that's just positive. So, like, I like it. It's not like positive as like optimist, like seeing the good and all the bad. But it's more like choosing, knowing you're you're in a bad world, but choosing to look for a better tomorrow. Absolutely, I mean? a more symbiotic future between your peers and your lifestyle and your way you feel inside and all yeah. that jazz. So I, de- I would definitely say go like. And like like his page, and then like you get notified whenever he's live, and he's been live like once a week, I think, like on Sunday or something. Jazz Mundo, I think that that's really cool. That's that anyone really would do that, but specifically the Dalai Lama would do that. Like All on YouTube, is it on YouTube? Yeah, you could check it out that's on YouTube so too. Freaking died. Like growing up, the only thing I knew about the Dalai Lama was like you know Zoolander. Where, like, the, the Dalai Lama, like, shows up and he, like, cor- like learns how to, like, secret Russian, like, spy assassinate him. <laughs> like, when they have, like, the relax, just move it song playing. And then all of a sudden he's like, ah! and then he just runs at him. That's, like, how little information I have on, like, what that even means. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now I know it's, like, the the like the Pope to... Like, um, all the monks in the world, like on in Tibet, you know, yeah, that's like their pope. Tibet, yeah, that's some good knowledge to bring out here, right here, because I feel like I need to hear this kind of shit. Right, so he's or this kind of these kind of things. Yeah, he's cool to listen to for sure. That's good. That's good news. That's good information to mutate into whatever you wanted to, but hopefully even better days. (laughs) You know. Right, man. That's tight. No such thing as a free lunch. No such thing as a free lunch is definitely a good topic to bring up. No such thing as a free lunch was a topic that my professor a couple years ago, I call him a professor because he was a doctor, and uh, he passed away, I think, a year ago. Um, so it was like a year after we, me and Allison had this class together. And he talked about a lot of cool-ass shit, right? And he got our mind going. It was a natural resources course. But... He also would always make that clear that was like his motto, not like the book or the the curriculum. His his mantra and almost message to us was that there's no such thing as a free lunch. And in my opinion, now looking back, it was probably because he was an ecologist. So he was kind of suggesting that everything in, in an ecosystem comes and goes somewhere at every moment at every time. It's somewhere, you know. 
like the economy, it's easy to follow because we're just a bunch of money-hungry foos. <laughs> but it's easy to follow the idea that a dollar, whether you have it or the next person has it, it's just a matter of it going around right. and being you know, enough to go around. Well, the well, same thing is in an ecosystem. Mm. So basically this man was like an ecologist in a sense where he would make it clear, hey, there's all these different parts of your ecosystem that need to be there and each thing must help one another to make it all complete. Otherwise, it's not complete. So therefore, no thing comes from nowhere. Like when you got a free lunch at school, that was paid for by taxpayer dollars and they had to work for that money and then also get charged a tax off of that money that they worked for to pay for the free lunch even you know that's where all these fundings come from i'm not saying i like that system i'm just saying it's interesting and so therefore that's just a prime example of saying you can't have an ecosystem missing things that's also what kind of leads to like why it's important for us to not let too many things go extinct because they have purpose you know, and when right. they stop doing that purpose forever, then the earth will never have a being taking care of that again. What and was that? We'll have that... to make machine versions of beavers and wallabies and shit. There's something that went extinct this year. It was the white rhinoceros. Did you see that photo? The... Was it because people were putting in dick pills and no, shit? The last one died this year. Um, it just it couldn't uh, reproduce. It did. It was like it just. Wouldn't it couldn't reproduce? I didn't. Have, I don't know for sure if it there didn't. was not another one. Pretty sure its mate died a while, a long time oh, ago, and they were never fertile because this. I think, but yeah, the last one, white rhinoceros died this year. I'm pretty sure. I'll check it up right now. That is so sad, bro. Dino- it's like people are like the dinosaurs were here and they extinct, and then we came along, so it's all good. But it's like no, as things die one by one. On a, basically usually an accountability of human population kind of destroying ecosystems and environments for other animals and species you know that's what leads to more extinction that's why we feel obligated to do something about it because we're responsible for creating the problem in the first place almost you know so therefore it's our job to steward the mess we make you know how your mom always would tell you to clean your room you know, mm-hmm, yeah. it's a pretty common, easy thing to understand, it seems like. To most folks, most common folk. Most common folk. Did you find age. that fucking rhinoceros video? Yeah. A photo? Yeah. What's it What's it like? It's Describe it. It's just this caretaker uh, holding on to the rhino. And it's just... I don't know if it's dead already or if it's just really old and it's like getting put down or something. But like, mm. that's what it looks like at least. And sometimes I think a, a way to maybe look at it, not that I like this idea necessarily dominantly over the others, but that perhaps um, when certain species do die or become extinct, uh, that's part of the ecosystem playing itself out. And maybe we were the tool... Like we were the vessel in which that played out because we carried out kind of catastrophic things on the environment mm-hmm. and made things kind of go extinct. But maybe that's the way the big scheme of the ecosystem has worked to where we're, now we're in charge of kind of chaotic logic. Chaotic <laughs> Sounds like logic. It. Yeah. Yeah, I think what's happened is 
the generation before us grew up with like the beginning of television and all the commercials and all that at the time were just uh, pictures of women in the kitchen and then the man working and then they're married and they have one or two kids and then they own a house and then they have a white picket fence and they all grew up to be like that's what we need to instill in our kids because that's just like an easy plan for your future and they just need to go to college I don't know what I don't care I don't want to get to know my child I don't want to know what they're majoring in I just know they need to go to college because that's what I was told now I'm going to tell them that because I'm not actually a good parent I'm just following the steps uh, I read on the back of a cereal box you know what I mean and so like now we're gotten we've gotten to this point where we have way more information than they ever did and so we to not only are our own people now because we're older, but because now we're our own people and we have so much information where we need to go out of our way just to learn what's the real information and what's not the real information. You know what I mean? I don't blame our previous generation for not, post, like when they post something on Facebook or something and then they don't even have a link to an article or it's not even like legit. It just starts out with someone saying, I'm an OSHA certified employee and you shouldn't be wearing a mask. Here are the reasons. And then there's like 15 reasons and they share it. But then in reality, it's not linking to any article. There's not even a name on it. And all the bullet points are all subjective, not even objective, not even like statistics that are backed by an article linked to it. It's just like an N95 respirator mask was made to ventilate and take out chemicals and then air in, a, in like an agricultural setting. So it's not going to be working for this. Only about 60%. It's like, okay. <laughs> but back on topic, it's I don't blame them for being the way they are. I blame them for not being willing to grow anymore. I don't know their reason. If I knew that reason, then maybe I could work to a more dialogue or conversation about it. But for some red reason, I feel my definition of the word old is people, you could be old and you could be 20 years old. And when I say old, it's you refuse to accept new knowledge into your personality. We learn things every day, but does it change us for the better? Or is it we just yeah, I'm not racist, but I don't want my kids to date a black guy. That's not racist. I just want my bloodline to be pure. You know what I mean? How can we think that's obviously racism and they don't? Like, at what point do our definitions of the word racism differ? Yeah. And you would think that it'd be an obvious like no that's racism you know but it's not some people genuinely believe they're not racist but then at the same time they say but and then they follow it with some racist shit it's mm-hmm. it's everybody has their own translation because their mind is full of thoughts and when they say one word it's interpreted in their mind to mean like 500 words 1000 words but when it gets sent to the other person it gets translated into their brain. So some things are just lost in translation. So is this just lost in translation? Or are they unwilling to accept that they still have some room to grow? You know what I mean? Yeah. I do. So, I don't know. 
Yeah. No, I mean, like, literally, like, I had to Google, like, dictionary racism. And it's, yeah, it's, like, the belief that different races possess different characteristics, abilities, qualities, yada, 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 yada. But especially as so to distinguish them as inferior or superior to one another. So it has to deal with this inferiority, superiority complex type thing. It's not just, like... We're different races, man. That's cool. Like, it's more like, I'm it's better, or like, you're better. It's more like, I'm less. No wonder or, there's why know. there's more black people playing football, because they are just stronger than us. You know what I mean? Right. It's yeah. like... It's a problem. It's All like, these isms, man. Let's it's do differentiating people by the belief that their, their color of their skin affects their future, like, athletic prowess or mental capacity. Or their, like, personality itself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But Trip on this, we've talked about the isms, right? I mean, there's just tons of them. But they're all, like, weird as fuck when you really think about it. Socialism, capitalism, consumerism. Capitalism. I mean, they're all legit, but the root word is one. Then you put an ism on the end of it, right? Well, is there a religious... Religism or something? Because there's atheism. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. It's different for some reason. But this is where I think it makes sense. Because in the definition of kind of like, or the, at least the understanding of the suffix ism, mm-hmm. taking it and adding it to the end of a word, like racism, right? Mm-hmm. Things like that. That's what got me thinking. Um, it's basically based off of the state of condition of something. Principles, you know, doctrines that are like, Making it this way. It's like it's not livable, breathing, moving, feeling. But adherence ideals. too. Ad- adherence too. It's kind of like more like communism. Like you have to come back to this fucking binding thing. And I think religion adhering wasn't necessarily to meant to be for that mm-hmm. initially. No. Uh, let me rephrase that shit because that's wrong. I think. <laughs> I think that religion offers people a lot of great benefits. But the word itself is also strange because religio is fucking weird. A lot of things mean bondage and all this shit, man. But it's like you're adhering and binding like this ism kind of too to something that you can't let go. Judaism, you know. Judaism. Things like that, you know. And uh, anti-Semitism, right? Like all these isms. But like you you feel like you have to stay in that ism. It's too limiting is all I feel when I think of isms. I think it's too limiting. It's too um, capsule, encapsulated. It's, it's not free-flowing enough. It's not like water should be, mm-hmm. you know, isms. So something I guess I noticed about that more than anything is that when we're talking about racism, perhaps... We need to denounce the fuck out of that just for the very being that it's so limiting. It makes us think about dumb shit that we should be transcendent upon by now. We have, we should have definitely, without a doubt, as humans, transcended past racism by the year 2020, quote unquote. We should have done that by now, I think. So let's get on it. That's all we could say. We could say shoot ourselves in the foot and be like, God damn it, we're not there yet. But no, it's time to keep moving forward. You know, we have to. Ask yourself if... There were cell phone cameras in 1960. What do you think would have been accomplished by 2020? No doubt. 
But if we use them like how we use them now that whole time, it'd be a fucking disaster if we still had Facebook and shit for 40 years. It'd be a fucking disaster. Yeah, that's what I think... I guess. That has to also evolve, right? Like, we can't just it do this shit. Too. We can't just do this but Facebook and Instagram is, shit forever, man. Right. Uh, it has to evolve, too, but it, it evolve in which way? Right. That's Where are we going with this shit? That's the, that's the thing. I mean, obviously, there's not just two solutions or two uh, outcomes of this, but to simplify it, if is the internet, is the informational age its own... Uh, Revolution, you know, agricultural, industrial, technological, then informational. Is it its own thing? And if so, take Facebook for example. It's it going to become a utopian perspective where information itself is going to, we're going to become better people. We're going to adapt and we're going to do something on a world level of more becoming like a positive influence on the world instead of a bad influence. Or is it going to become dystopian, where false news oh, takes over, where false news takes over, and they just get better at hiding it, and then they just get so where like the rich just get richer and the poor get poorer. Ah. So who knows? We're we're living in the informational age right now, and we are going to see in in real time. And only the history books after us will know what became of it. But for now, we are living in a in a, a limbo yeah. of is it going to be like this forever? No, because no. that's the point of no. But where, the world. how's it going to evolve? Are we going to get worse? Is this going to get shittier? Is it going to get? Are we going to are we going to ignore what's important here and just let it all go down? That's what or like it, you said earlier. You said it in the fucking garage. The ease the the what fascism feeds on is stagnancy and doing not enough and not being um, complex. Right. Being too simplistic, you say. Fascism feeds on symbolism. On simplicity. Simplicity. The Damn. Sim- more simple, the message Say it again. Say it again. Fascism. Fascism. <laughs> fascism. Fascism feeds on simplicity. Damn. Where a simple message is, fascism has can grow. Because the simpler a message is, the more people can get behind it. And that's why Make America Great Again is a simple thing. Because it, you think, oh yeah, why don't we all think that? That's not like a, a left or right thing. Make America Great Again. So then it's easy to catch no matter what side you're on. And But it's these messages that lead a mass group to whatever direction the main... A leader or uh, antagonist, protagonist wants to take it, and that's how fascism begins. Because you can go either way, but fascism is definitely one direction, and that direction is authoritarianism. Doing, having secret police, putting certain other people away in jail or killing them because they don't fit the right people or the the legal ones. Or the the safe ones to have as neighbors. It's these are the other, and these are the good people. Because that's a simple message. A, dich- a false dichotomy is the s- most simple message you can ever make. Good people, bad people. And you want to be on the good side, then you gotta hate the bad people. 
and it's never the 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 citizens idea of good or bad it's always the tops idea of good or bad that eventually became your personality trait I don't know if fuck we... bro I feel like that's your deep ass vision right now just off the fucking cusp off the fucking cusp cam just saying what fascism is man and I'm over here got it googled in the background was gonna talk about it maybe in a few minutes but you just nailed it son that's literally pretty much what it is fucked up in the simplicity say it again say it one more fucking time that fascism feeds on simplicity feeds on simplicity so we gotta be a little more complex a little more symbiotic we making connections to, right we have to because be when connections are broken and you're isolated and singled out it's very easy to just be in that singled out or you might as well just disappear to these fascist folk mm-hmm. uh, I googled fascism and it's a literally first thing comes up is a form of far right ultra-nationalistic authoritarianism characterized by dictatorial power. Sounds very much like the United States of America right now, doesn't it? It sounds dangerously like the United States of America right now. Forcible suppression of opposition sounds dangerously like the United States of America, our own president right now. I'll repeat it. Forcible suppression of the opposition. You think that rubber bullets in the streets and shit is not like that? You think that tear gassing people to go take a picture at a church ain't like that? That is, bro. That's fucking forcible suppression of, quote-unquote, the opposition. Then literally his campaign is like, the opposition is the enemy. And they're so strong, but they need to be stopped because they don't know what they're doing like we do. But what do you mean, dumbass? That doesn't make any sense. Those people, to be categorized as the other is the dangerousest thing we can do. And we've done it, Cam. Maybe not you and I, but the nation has done that as a collective society right now in 2020. And it's very scary, but that's why we got to fucking keep these connections being made. Mm-hmm. We have to keep having conversations and being complex. You know, you like, I mean, people like vanilla ice cream and shit, yeah, I guess, you know. But people also like, like, that fucking Ben and Jerry shit that's got, like, everything in it, too. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's... What's frustrating is is that no matter how much we talk about it, we could leave people in the in the dark. In the dark, I guess, what I'm representing is knowing all this information and having other people tell you how to think. And But in the dark is we don't offer you a way out, so to speak. As in, like, what can we do from this point on after this podcast that we can actually like change the world you know what i mean what can we do to actually like change to be better and i guess that's all up for interpretation if we knew that then we would be doing it as a whole but if you wanted my honest opinion i would say after this podcast if you wanted to do something for the better it would just on at least post an article relating to whatever posts you do from now on. Like on Facebook, if you're putting out information, back it up with an article. Make it become uh, not a thought you have to do constantly, man- like you have to manually think about doing it. Eventually make it like instinct. Make it like second nature. To If you're bringing up a, a, a piece, don't let it just be an opinion piece either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have it be an objective peer review article or paper or 
off of like a news organization it, that's a start you know obviously different news organizations have different opinions but I mean even but like you have to seriously even look up which organizations are filed as a news organization in the first place oh so, yeah we because got there's because some news organizations aren't even labeled as a news organization for liability reasons. Because if you were labeled under uh, uh, news organizations, then you would be held legally, legally to the truth. As in, just like I'm saying, peer-reviewed articles linking and you're quoting from these articles. But they don't have to do that. They, If they put something out like the weather, then they have an option, opportunity or option to be okay with putting out false information because they didn't know at the time. That's what legal counsel says. They treat it like the weather, how their legality reasons whether you can somewhat uh, skewer the numbers in a way where you're averaging rain to like a 20% to 30% chance because the weather gets better and better every year, but we still don't get it fucking right sometimes it's rain it's not gonna it didn't rain and the news was like 60 percent chance of rain you know but news organizations are held to a higher standard and they should stay held to a higher standard instead of entertainment organizations coming in and their entertainment their show is fox news that's the name of their show it's not fox news it's Fox News, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That is a very key thing to point out. So, yeah, just whatever side you're on, whatever, doesn't even need to be a fucking side. It could just, this is just pure, just at least put an article with, for every post you do with it now on, with, if the article has intentions of changing someone else's point of view. Right. Yeah, dude. No, I feel like I feel like there's too much of that so prevalent, but I love independent journalism way more now than I ever did because I never really understood the difference growing up, right? But now the more that things get very like differentiated, you mm-hmm. can kind of tell who's blowing blowing shit up your ass or oh, whatever yeah. the fuck you want to call it. Oh, yeah. You know, being kind of a salesman. Like that one commercial, what's it called? The Epic Times. You gotta get on the Epic Times. It's like, you, you're telling me to buy a newspaper. Like, literally get it delivered to me during a fucking pandemic to know what the real news is. Those other guys don't know. They're stupid. You gotta listen to the Epic Times. Like, that's what it seems like to me. It's like, uh, yeah, you don't got my attention. Dang, not an advertisement, but that shit's tight. <laughs> All scary. Much love. Much love, bro. <laughs> yeah, but bro, if we don't start talking about this kind of stuff now, will we ever find a solution?